You never have to pray about anything. You know, there are no decisions or turns or courses in your life that intimidate you. Then I'm just going to call you out. You're not living God's best. Happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you. Well, I guess happy late Thanksgiving to each and every one of you. For those of you who are in the United States uh, and you're celebrating that, I hope it was a good one for you guys. I know it's been a really good one for me. It's been a really awesome week. And, you know, just the theme of this week is just surrounded and completely engulfed in thankfulness. And it's just been really, really awesome. And so I hope yours was equally good. But surprisingly, I'm not actually going to be talking about just being thankful. That would be too cliche, in my opinion. Um, but I am going to be following up on our mini-sode on Monday, which is talking about being a success in everything. And, you know, this has really been impressed on my heart lately by the Holy Spirit. This is something that I'm delving into and researching more and praying about more, certainly, about just how much, and more, I guess, asking the Lord to reveal to me just how much of a success he wants each and every one of us, his children, to be. And it's it's heartbreaking at the same time because you see people who have been steeped in religion, who have been taught bad doctrine that they're supposed to be sick, they're supposed to be poor, they're supposed to be downtrodden all the time yada, 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 and all these things, when those are the very things that Christ died, that he came for, to redeem us from. He came to redeem us from poverty. He came to redeem us from illness. He came to redeem us from bad relationships. He came to redeem us from ourselves and our own weaknesses and ineptitudes. And on and on and on. And the more I'm pouring into this, the more I just get excited for the future, the more I can laugh at the future because God has good plans for me and for those in my family and for those that I can reach, those that I can touch. Man, and he has the same big plans for you guys. Not not same as in they look the exact same, but same in the regard of that is that they are good, they're awesome, they're perfect, and they're something you should be excited about. And looking at verses for this in the word, you know, about being success. Because, guys, I guarantee you when you start talking about this stuff, there's going to be someone who comes along who insists that you have to be sick and poor if you're going to be a Christian. And they'll point out one or two tiny verses in the Bible, but they can't actually give you a full biblical context. But there are so many verses about prosperity and being a success and walking in the blessing of God constantly. And I'm going to just read three of them, okay? Just a handful. But there's 1 Kings 2.3. It says, Observe what the Lord your God requires. Walk in obedience to him. Keep his decrees and commands, his laws and regulations. As written in the law of Moses, do this so that you may prosper in everything you do and wherever you go. That is so cool. In everything you do and wherever you go, you can prosper. That is so awesome. Thank you, Jesus. And then there's... 
Psalms 1, um, 41. Actually, no, sorry. Excuse me. Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Excuse me. Um, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person, that man, is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. We're seeing the theme here, right? You obey God to do what he says. You're obedient to him and his word. And literally, whatever you do prospers. You're going to walk in blessing and prosperity. It's so awesome, guys. And then Deuteronomy 8, 18. But remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant with you, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. That's so awesome, guys. You know what? If there's one verse that religious people hate to hear, it's that one right there. That and a few others, but that's a big one because it says right there, God gives you the ability to produce wealth. It doesn't say he'll give wealth to you. He gives you the ability to produce wealth, which means you're supposed to go out and do it, right? Man, there's so many other awesome verses out there for that, but that's something that's been on my heart lately. God's been showing me, you know, big dreams in my heart and putting things there, and he's been showing me glimpses of of the future and what that is supposed to look like more and more. And it's just been uh, a little overwhelming, to be honest, (laughs) because uh, there's no way I can do any of it in my own strength, that's for sure. But it's also hopeful because, yes, they are good things. They're awesome things, things that I can look forward to. And he's not showing me this stuff, guys, because I'm special or because I'm better than anyone else. Not at all. He's going to show you guys what he has in store for you as well. But the main point of this episode is to encourage you and to exhort you that you are called to be a success wherever God puts you. Okay? You're called to be a success. You're meant to be at the top of the ladder, not the bottom. You're meant to walk. You are meant to walk in wealth and prosperity, not just spiritual prosperity, physical, monetary prosperity as well. That's in the word, guys. And you're meant to walk in health. You're meant to walk in victory. You're meant to walk in triumph. You're meant to walk in awesome, healthy, happy relationships. There are so many things that God has in store for us. And as I've been reading more about this and studying this more, it's you're not going to find this stuff out until you really ask, God, what is it you have in store for me, you know? And then once he's placed those dreams and those plans in your heart, then you can start moving towards them. And guys, you have got to set goals. Um, last night, uh, my wife and I, we were building a, a dream journal, as we call it, um, putting things down in writing of what we want to see in our future. You know, not just, you know, everything, not just we want all this stuff or anything, nothing like that at all. Just um, things that line up with the word. And this is what we would like our future to look like, not just with us, but with our children as well, with our family, with our ministry, with our home. And putting these things down. And some of them, some of these goals and dreams that we have, we've put timelines on them so that we have it, you know, in black and white there that we need to press forward for that. And when you guys set goals, 
it gives a sense of urgency and purpose to your to your life. And so I encourage each and every one of you, write down the things that God has put in your heart. Write down where you want to be five years from now. Okay? And then when you have it down there, you'll start moving towards it because, oh, I'm on a deadline now. I got to make this thing happen. And of course, as we've talked about before, it's not just up to you to make things happen, but you're writing down the things that God told you to do, right? And so working alongside him, you will see those things come to fruition. But you've got to step into it and start working towards it. Don't just be a couch potato. Don't be a spiritual couch potato and just sit there and, well, when when God calls me out, I'm ready to go. You know, I'm just waiting for God to recruit me into his army. Excuse me, sir. You were recruited into his army the moment you accepted Jesus Christ into your heart, okay? Don't be sitting around doing nothing, Start stepping towards those goals, okay? Once again, you are called to be a success. Now, I know that moving forward with big things, with big dreams, with big goals, it can seem overwhelming because you see sometimes, not always, but sometimes the Lord actually shows you the end goal or at least pieces of the end goal. And... It can seem really, really intimidating and overwhelming. Like, how in the world am I supposed to make that happen? Well, I have good news for you, sir, because you are not supposed to make it all happen by yourself. God's going to bring the connections around to you and give you the resources and knowledge and other people in your life with knowledge that you need to see his will fulfilled. But as you're seeking him and pursuing him, he'll show things in your prayer time, guys. He'll show things in the quiet moments when you're really listening, what you need to do next and how you need to do it. But with big things, guys, there's always an element of risk. And I'm calling you guys out right now that you need to be willing to be a risk taker. You need to be willing to go after and pursue something that's bigger than you, that's bigger than you could ever do. Because as my father told me, don't waste time looking at just your own talents and abilities because that's all that's doing is limiting yourself. If whatever you think you can do based on your talents and abilities and you're looking to, to do what you can do within those parameters, then it's not God because he's not going to call you to do something that you can do by yourself in your own strength. He needs to call you out into the deep waters where you have to rely on him. You have to start swimming <laughs> alongside him and reach out and let him guide you and save you from drowning at some point. That's where God wants you to be, but that's where he can really start doing what he does best, which is blow our minds with his provision and his way of just making things happen and how he orchestrates things for our, for our own good. And it's so awesome, guys. There's so much you have to be excited about. Life is good. Life is awesome. And as good as life is, sometimes it's hard for me to believe that heaven is even better. But I know it will be. It's, man, our God is just so amazingly good. But stepping out and taking risks. If you're always able to make every decision in comfort, you never have to pray about anything. You know, there are no decisions or turns or courses in your life that intimidate you. Then I'm just going to call you out. You're not living God's best. You're not in the fullness of where he wants you to be. He wants you to be out where he is. And he's always moving on to the biggest 
and best thing. He's always moving on to the next biggest thing. And if you're not willing to be the person who's willing to walk alongside him and climb the next mountain, when you're done climbing that mountain, you go on to the taller mountain next to it. If you're not willing to be that man, he's going to move on and find someone who is. Because he wants to take you on an adventure. He wants to take you where you never thought you could ever go before. And I mean that quite literally, guys, where you never thought you could actually go before. I won't bore you guys with all the details, but some of the things that God has been showing me as a kid, just or even just a few months ago, I never would have thought that that was some of the stuff that he called me to do. I mean, it's it's crazy just, you know, when he puts these desires in your heart, he drops them when you're ready to hear them. And then you get excited about them. That's one of the reasons or one of the confirmations, I guess, that when you you can know that uh, you're ready to hear it because you're excited about it and you're ready to go. It does, it's not dread. Of, oh, my goodness, I actually have to do this. It's no. God, that's awesome. Let's make this happen. I'm, let's Let's go after this. And once you have a dream or a vision dropped into your heart, guys, then start speaking into it today. Our words have the power of life and death. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. That's what it says in the word. And so start speaking out your dreams. Start declaring it. Seriously, when you get up in the morning and you go to the bathroom, look in the mirror and say, say to that guy in the mirror, you are blessed, you are prosperous, you are a mighty man of God, and you are headed towards God's best for you. And whatever specific dreams and ideas God has put in your heart, start speaking them into existence. I can do X, Y, and Z. I will see X, Y, and Z fulfilled in my life. I will see the fullness of God manifested in my life. Start speaking them out and go after them, guys. And don't curse your dreams either. You know, when you're speaking good stuff over your dreams like that, you're planting seeds in the spiritual realm. You're planting seeds of confirmation of of strength and bringing these things to life you know our god is one it says our god is a god who speaks things to ex- into existence as though they already exist and you guys want to be like god right start speaking things into existence even though they might not exist right now start speaking them into existence right now start telling them to manifest start telling those things to show up in your life and they will happen. But after you've planted all this seed, don't tear it up and uproot it. When people ask you, you know, you know what, about your strengths and talents and, and stuff, don't say, you know, well, I'm just a big old idiot. I'm stupid. I can't do anything right. That's a bad seed you just planted. Tear that thing up. Better yet, never plant it in the first place, all right? If God has called you to walk in wealth and prosperity, quit saying, well, I'm poor. I can never get ahead, you know? I just can't, you know beat the man, beat the boss man. I can't ever get ahead of him or be on his level or anything like that. Always working for the man, right? No, you're called to be successful and walk in wealth and prosperity. And God will give you ideas and insight in your heart how to do that. Okay, start speaking those dreams out and don't curse them, okay? You are called to walk in success. And in your relationships too, guys, those of you who are single or married or dating or engaged or whatever phase relationally you're in, speak life over your relationship. Speak life over the girl in your life. Love her and cherish her and build her up. Seriously. 
don't curse your relationship, even if it's hard, like especially in the hard times, guys. And if you get anything out of this episode, listen to this, especially in the hard times, throw your hands up and praise God that it's as good as it is, because it can always be worse. And even in the hard times, when you throw your hands up and praise God, because you know he is good and you know he's going to plan it out for you, the enemy just doesn't know what to do with that. And he has to hightail it out of there because he can't stand against the praises of God's children. And like I said, he doesn't know what to do with that. He's thrown everything he has at you and you're still standing there and saying, thank you, Jesus, that it's as good as it is. Life is good. Life is awesome. I know you're a good God. And yeah, the enemy, you just completely disarm him when you, when you do that. Seriously. It's fascinating how quick he has to run and flee. And, you know, sometimes your flesh will fight you because your flesh wants to be a crybaby and pout and have its way. But you're not going to let it because you are a man of God and you're better and bigger than that. And another point that I want to get across, guys, is be unashamed of the success that God has called you towards. As I mentioned earlier, there's always going to be some religious nutcase or a negative Nancy who comes along and wants to tell you that you shouldn't walk in prosperity. You shouldn't walk in health. You shouldn't walk in blessing because God is trying to, quote, teach you something through your misery, which is completely unbiblical, guys. That's all entirely Old Testament, okay? Now, through the redemption of Christ, he has taken the curse away from us and we don't need to be cursed anymore to learn about God or to be close to him because he already lives inside us and in our hearts. Why on earth would God punish the temple that he lives in? It doesn't make sense. So be unashamed about it. Seriously, like, like I said, when you're making those declarations and proclamations of I'm a blessed man because God loves me and he cares for me and he wants the best for me. Don't just do it and say it to yourself. When people ask you, you know, tell them who you are. Seriously, <laughs> tell them who you are. Some of them might think you're nuts. But when you're on the other side and you're walking in the fullness of what God has for you and has planned for you, then they might come back and there's a very good chance that they'll come back and they'll be wondering what the heck happened. And you can tell them, I didn't follow your terrible advice. I followed the advice of the word of God, which says that I am meant to be the head and not the tail. I'm meant to be the top and not the bottom. I'm meant to be the front and not the back. I'm meant to be the victor and not the victim. And yeah, like I said, be unashamed. Be unashamed of what God has called you into. Because... Why would God call you into something if you're going to be embarrassed and bashful about it? He needs men who are bold, who are strong, who are going to go after everything that he's told them to do and do it with a vigor and with a passion because they know that God is at their backs. The God of the entire universe who created everything and put it all together with merely his words is at their back and is guarding you guys, seriously. Why on earth would you need to be bashful if that's the reality? Of, of things, which it is, by the way. And so go after it, guys. And like I said, be willing to take risks. Don't just be stupid. Don't be foolish or wasteful. But when God has told you to do something, go for it. Even if your checkbook doesn't make sense or balance out to what he's called you to do, go for it. Even if it takes more time than you're comfortable doing, 
go for it. Even if you have to spend less time with your friends because you're pursuing what God told you to do, go for it. And man, if you have to move across the country or the world, and that's what God told you to do, and you know in your knower, deep down in your heart, that's where he called you, then do it and go after it. And don't let anyone stop you. Man, I'm so fired up right now. <laughs> but seriously, guys, I'm just so excited at the places that God is going to take me and the places he's going to take you. Because we serve a good God. We serve an awesome, almighty, powerful, loving, amazing, genuine God who his, he's not able to, uh, he's not unable to do anything, okay? It says, it says in the Bible, is the arm of the Lord too short for anything? Which is just an archaic way of saying, can God, is there anything that God can't do? No, if God can cause a river to show up in the desert, if God can cause dry bones to have flesh reappear on them and have them walk again as human beings, if God can cause, you know, the 10 plagues, which we're not believing for that, but if he can cause those, imagine what he can do, imagine what he can do in your life. If he can cause tongues of fire to appear above his disciples' heads and they can speak in other tongues and be witnesses to people, if God can actually come down in human form and die for you so that you could have a perfect, uninhibited relationship with him, how much more does he want you to walk in the fullness of everything that he has? Man, I th you know, in, in the word in Revelations, or is it in Revelation or somewhere else? Anyway, it says that, you know, when we're in heaven, in the afterlife, that every tear will be wiped away. And I thought, why will there be tears in heaven, if we're if it's perfect, if it's a perfect paradise and there's no sorrow anymore. After thinking and praying about it, and I've heard other teachers teach this as well, and I agree, that those tears will have to be wiped away because we will see in perfect hindsight everything we could have had in this life that God had in store for us, and we didn't go after it, and we didn't let him have his way in our lives. And there will be weeping because of how much we missed out on, how much bigger, how much greater of an impact we could have had how many more people we could have brought with us, guys. And he's going to have to wipe away every tear. And granted, he will wipe away the tears. The sorrow will pass. But there will be a moment where you're just overwhelmed of how much you missed out on. But it doesn't have to be that way, guys. It doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to have God standing there telling you, you could have had all this and you settled for this. No, go after the fullness of what God has put in your heart and be unashamed about it and don't stop, even if it hair lips everyone in your life and everyone in hell as well. And I want to end on this note. Since it is the Thanksgiving week, or it, or it has been, start with being grateful where you're at. <laughs> Seriously. Um, gratitude, a heart of genuine gratitude and contentment is a key that unlocks so many doors for you. Because if you're not content with all the goodness that God has already put in your life right now, you're not going to be content when you have it all. And you're going to ruin it and spoil it because you're too busy chasing after the next best thing instead of chasing after God and what he told you to do. So start with gratitude. Just throw up your hands right now and say, God, thank you for what you've done for me, what you are doing for me, and what I know you will do for me. 
thank you that life is as good as it is. And I thank you that I know it's going to get better. And thank you that life is as good as it gets already. Praise God and just thank him and be genuine about it. Don't just be a robot about it. Thank God that he has done in your life all, what he's done already. And you guys know the specifics of that. For me, he's he's healed me. He's liberated me. He's set me free from addictions. He's helped me to prosper. He's given me an amazing wife. He's given me an awesome friendships. He's given me an education. He's given me so many things. An awesome family. Wow. God is just so good. And most importantly, he's given me the gift of his son and of his Holy Spirit who lives inside of me. If there's nothing else you can, you can be grateful for, guys, that you can think of, which I seriously doubt, but if nothing else, be grateful for what Jesus did for you and that the Holy Spirit is actually living and alive and working in you, in your heart, okay? And when you can get that attitude down, don't be surprised at all when God starts speaking bigger things in your heart. He starts showing you the next steps. He starts telling you and making it real in your heart about just how much of a success you are called to be. And it, it's so exciting, guys. It's so awesome. Seriously, God is so good. And when you have those dreams, like I said, go after them. Go after them. Pursue, pursue what God has given you to do. Pursue the friendships and the relationships he's called you to have. Pursue that dream. And most of, most importantly, the biggest tip I can ever give you is pursue God. Because when you're pursuing him, you'll pursue everything that he has for you as well. Because he'll speak directly into your heart what the next step is for you. All right, guys. Once again, a happy late Thanksgiving to all of you. I hope it was awesome. And I hope this episode was a blessing to you. And just get on fire, guys. Get on fire for the next big steps that God has for you. No matter what is going on in the world or how depressing or sad or crazy or chaotic the world may seem, we are children of God and we don't have to be part of that. We can walk in blessing and liberation and prosperity. Amen? All right, guys. I love you. More importantly, Jesus loves you. You guys are amazing men of God. You're growing in wisdom and stature with favor with both God and man, always. And be blessed, my brothers. Be blessed. Go after all those dreams that God has for you never, ever stop. So on that note, I will see you guys in the very next episode.